To it. We're back. It's been a long time, ladies and gentlemen. But we have a fresh episode of Fresh Monday's podcast for you that may not even be on a Monday. No, but during the week is helpful too. To kind of uh, relieve some thoughts and feelings. So I think that's really... We hope everyone is doing well. We hope everyone is safe. We hope everyone is in love and in great spirits out there. That's definitely a way to start. And welcome to a brand new episode. Episode number 86 um, from your girl, Diana and Marley on the ones and twos per usual. Welcome back to all of our loyal listeners, everyone who supported us through every different phase we've been through as a podcast. And, uh, And let's start off with... We were just doing our quarantine series, so now we're transitioning into something else. I don't even know what to call this, but let's talk about the quarantine series. Is it safe to say, instead of quarantine series, like the new normal series? Like the normalized life? Um, Quarantine for me is still happening. Phases are still really rolling out here. They're moving slowly along. Life for me here, we're still in phases. Things are still moving slowly for us here in Massachusetts, but um, I think I've become accustomed to it, which is my fear, because I'm I'm not uh, I'm not feeling any emotions towards it anymore, and that's my concern about the whole COVID in general. Um, but I have implemented different activities: going outside, being active grilling with family we're outside almost every day grilling or doing something like that so incorporating outdoors has definitely happened more often now than usual right and how are you you have the luxury that your family has a house and that makes a big difference too a big one thing i can say is that i value having a home more than ever like i think that this has kind of taught me that living in apartments and living in the middle of everything is good in theory until something like this happens. You know what I'm saying? Like you kind of want a home with space. You know what I mean? You want neighbors that give you a bit of distance. And it's like a luxury when you live in a thousand square foot apartment. You know what I'm saying? Because like you realize, yo, like you need space and you need outdoors and you need all of that. And I think that's one of the things I learned the most during the COVID um, scare because when you were in your apartment, like you're trapped in there. Like it's like you really want to go outside. You know what I'm saying? So it's nice that the weather is getting better and like you're back out there and you guys are grilling. It's like a really beautiful feeling. Um, Here in Miami, we're still, you know, having our moments, you know, thank God we're like in, I think, quote unquote, phase two, Mm -hmm. um, which means that certain things are open, gyms are open, restaurants are open, but everything else, large gatherings are not allowed. To be honest with you, if this is the way it's going to be for the rest of 2020, it's easier to deal with it like this versus the other phase we were in. The completely, the completely out of, we don't have um, gyms open yet. We have restaurants open for outdoor service only. Yeah. So you guys are way further than us, but also our numbers were different. Our impact was very different. And then remember, weather is different. Weather's different. And then the city I specifically live in was number two in the whole state. So I have a whole different, we're, it's amazing how we're living two different lives in the same situation in a sense, but yeah. Yeah. But imagine a person that lives like in Texas that they've been out here, you know what I'm saying? Chilling. (laughs) (laughs) Chilling. Yeah. It's like a really different environment. I'm at the gym every day. Like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's interesting. That's actually a funny thought. It's been interesting. And it's been, honestly, it was, it was kind of one of those things that how we went from COVID being the scariest thing that has ever happened to us in our generation to it ain't that serious. It's okay to protest. Like, I don't, I don't know how we, how we went, how we went from one extreme to another. I feel Mm -hmm. like it kind of confused a lot of people. I know that you and I even had conversations via text, like, yo, what Corona where, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Like it, it was kind of crazy how, we you the government was like on our backs about social distancing and then when it comes to protesting which is our our right as americans it kind of was like that was out the window like this is the largest gathering of people i've ever seen in my life forget like regular degular life i'm talking about just period i've never seen so many people gathering together and it causes you to question things a bit like 
Uh, so if I have a, a protest, I can hang out with people, but if not, I have to stay alone. Like it's weird. Yeah. I don't know if the, I, I don't know if the government had said anything in regards to it into protest or any, like any states or anything like that. When I decided to go and I, like I said, we were number two in the entire state, the city, I had to decipher where I wanted to stand in situations or in the matter right and do i want to be a part of something um or not even just i can be apart from a distance because everyone has their own different ways right to be a supporter to be you know however you want to speak out about anything so i think for me i was like well i feel kind of stupid and lazy for myself to be in bed and post all day i felt i needed to be a slight more actionable and a feeling of heard and around others with the known risk (laughs) of what was happening, but I appreciate this city being aware and hand the, the organizers handing out masks and hand right. sanitizer to, to, to let sure, especially the folks around here, to let them know this is still an existing thing mm-hmm. because people will gather all day in a club with some hookah <laughs> if you tell them it's open. So the, or I appreciate the organizers being, mentioning and everyone kind of spread of, okay, I'm in a smaller city but I think the risk is if someone was to say no one should be protesting, then they would be throwing back at you with First Amendments. So then, then we were right. like, which then people were throwing First Amendment rights when they were in quarantine. When all also. this just started. Right. When all this just started. Right. So it's, it's, a bit, it's been a confusing time. Let's be right. honest. Right. Because everyone wants to throw First Amendment rights to everything. Right. For the first time <laughs> ever, like I'm super involved in like constitutional rights and what things really mean. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it took this level of extreme everything because we've had an emotional process. We had fear. Yes. We had uh, realizations. We had awakenings. We had all of this in a matter of four months. You know what I'm saying? Like it was an extreme process that even forced us to start saying, hey, I need to start educating myself and really what's the true deal here? Like what, how do the laws really work? And what does the constitution really say? And what does that really mean? You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it kind of put everybody in a position that it made you realize you got to be an adult about things and really understand what things are and just don't run with the wind. Like you have to know what's going on. You know what I'm saying? That reminds me of a conversation with um, the CBD store where he, we were looking at him. If you go back a couple episodes, we're looking at him like he was crazy when he was like, F the police. Well, you know, he was just like, I'm keeping this baby open. Right. He's doing his and he's, he was focused on that because his mindset was a survival set right. on it. And we were at that high level of survivalness in that part. And then the worrisome, the fear, and then it has transitioned in where I think everyone, like you said, has kind of learned for themselves. And I think we've always said that just move with caution. I mean, that's how I move. Right. And I think that's a major part. Sorry, I stopped you mid-thought. No, no, you, it's, it's good because in reality, there really isn't, I don't know how to explain it. There really isn't a way to really know what's going to trigger you to, to be inspired to learn more and to educate yourself. Because, you know, obviously we all went to high school and, co- and like, you know, some of us went to college and some of us, all of us went to elementary school. So we, we learned about our rights through the surface of our education surface level. Saying? yeah on a surface level and we had a, a somewhat of a understanding of the way democracy works and we have an understanding of kind of how the electoral vote works and how your you know local government really is the one who influences your area we learned those things on a very surface level when we were younger but i guess now as adults now that we see the impact that it does now that we see the effect that it has on the the future years to come and your immediate lifestyle these type of situations have really woken us up and said hey wait a minute you see what i'm saying like i'm not just gonna fly by and be like oh whatever vote this or vote that who cares i'll just take a day off of work so i can quote unquote go vote but i don't really care you know what i'm saying like this is i feel like this has kind of turned the key in a lot of people's perspective would you say i think in and going back to like having these episodes and these series i mean we've talked about a huge change and shift in things and I think we have, we're, so, we're still in that shift and you're watching these shifts happen because when you talk about voting, I was yelling the other day, like, 
I didn't get to vote until yada, yada, yada. And there was, everybody was off the ballot. Right? right. And then I was like, well, if I go independent or whatever, I don't even get to choose then what that, like all these things start heading in your head and you're just like, your whole system is whack. Every time something comes up, every time something comes up, you're just like, Ugh, the whole thing. And it does discourage you. It and does. Start realizing as you start doing your own info, as you start delving deep. And I mean, these are things I knew, but now things I'm feeling. Is exactly. Different. Exactly. And, and as I feel impacted by it, it's differently because we known it existed, but when it's on you, when it's physically affecting you, it's a whole different scale of it, of how you really want to make the change. So I feel that, like how you're saying, like there's a, the, the shift is happening that we've been talking about and the changes of those shifts I'm hoping are all positive in the, in the near future. Right. And how I they mean, continue on from here. Correct. I think that there's, I have my views and opinions about a lot. Mm-hmm. And um, at times I'm not comfortable expressing them publicly because mm-hmm. I'm aware of how it may come across. And I think that at times I, I'm not the right party to say certain things because I don't know everything on the subject matter, if you know what mm-hmm. I mean. Like sometimes it's best to kind of listen versus giving an opinion when you're not a subject matter expert. Expert, correct. So, and the reason I say that is because I've learned to take responsibility for my words because Mm -hmm. you just can't go out there and just start spewing shit that can cause ripple effects. And I say that because sidebar, we all listen to our own independent entertainment and and podcasts. And we've Mm -hmm. discussed this plenty of times on our, on our platform and at times I found myself listening to people that we like to listen to and I'm hearing them speak out on things with passion from pain, but you're saying false information. And mm. that starts to make me nervous about who's receiving this information and using it to fuel their behavior. So right now, because we're on such a delicate time, I feel like people need to be very responsible with what they're saying Absolutely. and with what they're sharing. And I think that, for example, one of the things that I dislike very much is when people post things like, oh, if you're not saying anything on social media, that means you're against the cause. Mm -hmm. And if you're not reposting angry messages, that means that you you don't support Black Lives Matter. Mm -hmm. Or because just because you stay quiet, that shows that you really don't believe in anti-racism. I feel like all of that is extremely negative. And yeah. it's extremely disrespectful and it's dis- extremely disloyal to people. Because if, pe- if I am, I'm a very brave and outspoken person. If I, at times, feel like I should think twice before putting something out because I'm not 100% certain if this is really true, how can you sit here now and start writing people off and saying we can no longer be your friend or I'm going to block you because you choose not to post angry messages about what's going on that may not be that person's way just like you said protesting was something that you wasn't sure that you were comfortable doing but then you found a way to make it comfortable for yourself Mm -hmm. if a person chooses to go protest and post it on social media cool but if a person chooses to go protest and not post it on social media why does that mean it doesn't count right why is it why is that disvaluing what they do and how they are participating in the matter, in the circ- any causes, because we donate all day of, out of just a regular cause, the Salvation Army. You don't, you don't announce it every Christmas holiday when you're passing by Santa that you gave him your 50 cents of your change. That's right. not announced as Joe. So I don't have to show you um, receipts. I don't have to show you proof. I don't have to show you that I care. Right. in any way shape or form and if you know me enough as a human as a person you know already essentially in some how i stand or where i'm at or how if you're an actual true friend if it's just an acquaintance well you're just a fucking acquaintance who is non-existent it, it shouldn't be a valued opinion you feel right I mean? my my opinion my thoughts my feelings should not be right. of effect to you or matter to you or what I do in my regular day and how I participate shouldn't be matter to you. No, that's absolutely. And that's the, that's the social media part of it. Right. It's interesting. If you think about like 
50s and 60s and 70s, like the way people used to protest in a matters, 80s and 90s, there was no proof of people being out there like that. Whatever images a journalist captured or a person captured in the moment, that's all we got. Right. right? So and that's not, so you, what are you not going to believe that, you know, your grandparents or great grandparents or cousins, uncles weren't really out there because you don't have a picture to show them next to Martin Luther King or something? Like, exactly. don't do that. My aunt told me she's done um, sit-ins in college in Miami for uh, Nelson Mandela in South Africa. I believe her. I don't have a photo, but I believe right. her because <laughs> of if she tells me what she tells me, that's what she's doing. So disregard those fools who feel they need proof of everyone's lives because they're the last person to show their proof in their lives and what they have going on. Correct. And just because you're reposting something doesn't mean that you're doing anything. You see what I'm saying? Like you can sit here and repost all day and that doesn't mean anything at all. It does. It, it brings no value Especially to the overall it cause. Especially if you're not reaching to people who need to hear it or who need right. to see it. If you're not showing it to those who are not informed. Like I posted, I shared, I'm not unfollowing anybody because at the end of the day, I want to see you who, for who you are and what you think you have. And I can have a, a decent dialogue without being disrespectful or rude, without being disgusting in any, any matter. And everyone's like, no, 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 unfollow, unfollow. I was like, no, I'm good because I follow you for a reason, right? Or we're friends on this shit for a reason. Right. And so if I, I've, I hope for you as a person, you'd hear me out when I send you a fact check. <laughs> when I say, I'm in, by the way, everyone hates me because all I do is send a link with a fact checked or a pulled article or a thought. That's, that's amazing. But that's me on a regular day. Mm-hmm. But just with all circumstances, I'd be like, oh, here's the, you know, here's right. the article and three sources. Like, just little things like that. But those I've, I've chosen not to be that person because I, I'd rather have a dialogue and conversation and see where you're at to then decipher after that conversation, if you are a person in my circle, if you are a person I depend on, or if, if I'm, you're a person I just want to see on my, like, you get what I mean? Like, that's learning somebody that's learning who people are. Does that make sense? And at the the end of the day, you're naive if you think that everybody believes what you believe. And you're 100% ignorant if you think that everybody's out here on some kumbaya shit. Right. Bug it. Like, that is not the real world. And under any circumstances. And people will show you their true colors when put under the right amount of pressure. So it's like, you cannot see, and I'm talking about even your own blood, honey. Mm -hmm. Ladies and gentlemen. Let's all not deny that we don't know our own blood be saying wild shit sometimes. So it's like, we, we all been there and it's like, don't, don't sit here. And like, if we're going to get biblical, don't throw a stone. You know what I'm saying? What is that thing? Diana. Something along the lines of like, (laughs) thou shall not cast. Don't throw stones. Yes. Don't throw stones at glass windows, baby. Something like that. Something like that. Jesus don't say it like that, but you know, (laughs) That's not how he said it, but Jesus knows what's in our hearts. <laughs> of course. You know what I'm saying? I'm not, I'm not a, a, a Bible reader, so I can't say no. you know, the Bible. But what I can say is that what the message that's delivered in that is that no one is, is, is free of sin and no one is perfect. So you can't sit here and, and, and act all high and mighty when that subject matter is something that now you feel passionate about. I feel like it's, it's absolutely hypocritical. And, and that's not to take away from the fact that what I believe that's taking place on a greater scale is very important. And I believe that this is just the straw that broke the camel's back. Yeah. It's, it's, um, there's a lot of emotions and feelings to it. And then I, what I found interesting is the layers of different generations, reactions and feelings towards each individual thing that's happening. Right. I find that so significant and so interesting because I feel for our generation, we just lived these, all these different things, impacts, right? 9-11, we, and especially who, those who grew up in New York, just market crashes. We just watched it occur with a slight impact in our lives. And now, you know, the generations under us have a whole, are like 
pushing out here for something completely opposite than we imagined or completely just put not opposite but put, com completely pushing in a whole different way than we've ever imagined to even be out there in any way and the generation prior to us several generations are viewing it I guess from the comfort of their homes in whatever way and some encouraging and some discouraging and some with different points of it and re reminiscing of their time and their lifetime when things were happening. Um, but I will say a lot of things are very emotional. A lot right. of things are, it took a couple of days and I think we talked about coming on here and then I think we both realized that the feeling is just like, it's not resonated. Like it was just it had I to mean, it had to develop itself out for me. Right. It had to play itself out because there was a lot occurring at once. And then when it levels out, you reflect back on it and you see what what was the purpose or reason or like what was going on and divulge into it. Go ahead. It was just for me, it was just too hard. Like mm -hmm. it was just too much, too much trauma, too much hate, too much anger too much violence too much fear like one day that we were going to record like my mom was visiting and i told you i-95 was shut down again mm -hmm. from protesting and everybody had to be in lockdown and they made everyone stay home and no one was allowed to leave again in miami because they were burning everything under 95 mm -hmm. and they were setting things on fire and horses were dying because they were dying from smoke inhalation and they were burning cars and you know like i hear you everything looks real good online until it's five blocks away from where you live Absolutely. You see what I'm saying? And like when you see in it and I'm, I live like literally in downtown Miami practically. Yeah. That's pretty scary. You mm -hmm. see what I'm saying? And it's like when I'm experiencing it firsthand and I'm seeing places that I frequent being destroyed and being looted literally all night, it's scary. You mm -hmm. see what I'm saying? And it's not because I don't believe that people should uproar and they should fight for what they believe in, but at that moment, I didn't understand what the fight was. I actually felt unsafe. So mm -hmm. feeling unsafe and feeling like I don't agree with the behavior put me in a position that I'm not sure if I'm ready to discuss this topic because I don't even know how to process what's going on. Yeah. I literally went from watching someone being murdered on TV because this is the first time we've ever showed a murder literally on the news. And I have my thoughts on that. Um, to the point that you start to question a whole lot of shit like whoa hold on a second <laughs> like like people can just watch people get killed in front of other people mm -hmm. and, like, and and we just go and chill you see what i'm saying like that shit it fucked me up like it, yeah. it messed me up for a couple of days i didn't sleep well because i'm i'm not a person that's comfortable watching people die before my eyes okay i'm not tough i'm sorry so, you know what I'm saying? That, that, that kind of fucked me up. So it's like, I had to allow myself to understand what I'm now experiencing. It was very difficult for me. And I'm sure yeah. many other people felt the same way. Absolutely. I, I'm very disappointed in our news outlets, in our media channels. I don't know how much longer we're going to allow this to be the way that it is. I don't know how much longer we're going to allow the media to be sharing and, and spinning narratives and, and sharing and creating agendas and creating storylines to, to ignite anger and to ignite violence. Why do you think they kept showing negative images on the news for fucking 48 hours straight when these protests were going on to keep having more negative behavior, mm -hmm. more anger, igniting people, making people feel like if we're now have to revolutionize against our, our government because now we're like these third world countries that live under dictatorship and have to destroy the city to get, make a point. That's not us. And the reason that it got to that point is because the media was fucking fucking with us. And that's when I started to get really disappointed in the environment that we live in. This is not because I don't believe that there was an insane murder that took place and it was a horrible thing that happened to a human being. It's not even only because the person is black, it's because he's a human being. Like no one deserves to die that way. So processing that as another human and seeing how insensitive people can be and how cruel a human can be to another human it takes time for you to to accept that and when you're experiencing that and then you see that the news is encouraging people subliminally by showing bad behavior by when, only playing negative the images. Stuff, when there's all the positive that was around it surrounding it all the 
I don't even want, I hate the word peaceful protest, but all the, there was positive everywhere. Of course. And the same footage repeatedly playing of something burning when it's that one little place and there's all these other things that are not even near to that. Now you're encouraging thieves, looters, gang members. Because you saw seven people. Right. Come on. Seven out of 10,000 were doing their thing, but the 10,000 behind them. We're doing the right, the all the movement, all the. Other you're insulting movement. our intelligence. You're manipulating us. You're playing us like puppets, and that shit hurts. Yeah. And it's like when I was experiencing that, that shit was disgusting to me. And it's like I couldn't take it anymore. I just, I just got off of social media. I was like, I'm not on this shit. I'm not gonna watch nobody's stories because now everybody wants to just post this same shit all the time. The ones I'm who aren't even up. there in person. Right. Everybody's timeline. I have friends from New York that are literally showing me like their friends' stories. Cause yeah, it's one thing to see it on the media, but when your friends have friends that are looters and I won't shout nobody out and they're stealing from jewelry stores and they're stealing from Nike. I'm like, how is this about equality? <laughs> like I really, you like, me with that one. You'd be like, you'd be first. It's like, fuck corporations and fuck all that shit. But at the same time, you look stupid and corny if you're going to be posting it. Like, if you're going to be that person at the same time. Like, your friend, whoever, you know what I mean? You just disavowed everything. Like, I see you're not really about, about this movement, if that's what no, you're sharing. You, you're about regression. You're not about progression. You're regressing right now. Like, this is not at all productive. Like, even though... We understand that there may be some areas of opportunity and there is some inequality issues that still exist. We are all still a civilized society and we understand what's right and we understand what's wrong. And no one believes that it's right to be destructive. Like under what circumstances is that ever the right move? Like we're better than that as a people, we are better than that. So it's like, I, it was really upsetting and it made me very emotional. It made me very compassionate towards small business owners that literally just opened their doors like three days ago because of this COVID shit. And now they're being looted. Like I can share a personal story. I know this guy who's had a business in Miami that is three generations old. What an accomplishment. Beautiful. And he's also black American and his family was an accomplished family at a time that it wasn't quite as simple. Mm -hmm. And he went out to support the protesters and started giving out free waters to everybody out because you guys know it's really hot out here. So things like that really make a difference. So he gave out waters. He's a really great guy. And when he got back to his store, it's fucking destroyed and they stole everything out of there. Do you understand how that person feels? It, it makes you, you feel ter- you, you start feeling towards your own in a different way, to your own yeah. community to the people you relate to the most it hurts you most because i'm just like and that's painful because i'm just like you where you be, it comes it becomes a double-edged sword in him in his life mm-hmm. right where you want to be a part of it you want to be for your community but your community turned their back on you by not protecting you in that matter so that is painful right. and that hurts um i myself I had the same thoughts my only thought was small businesses small businesses and then within a day or two, I'm realizing those who are hitting the small businesses aren't from that community. Right. Are, are the agitators, are the ones who are looking for a moment in this to be a part, to, to, to just, to, like how we said, like, or is that like 1% within that area that just like, is just out here for a different purpose, a different destruction, a different thing, which disembowels the whole thing. And that, bless you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but I, it's all, it was just all emotional. Yeah. And I really just, I hope everything out of this has a good in, outcome. I'm talking about COVID. I'm talking about protesting. I'm talking about movements. I'm talking about. Th- uh, petitions, signed donations, all of it. I hope it just all leads in the right, the direction we can all agree upon, which is not going to happen because nobody agrees upon anything. But I mean, I, I have faith that this is going to result in something faith. positive because I feel that the majority of people believe that a positive change is necessary. 
So I think that because there's a common understanding that everybody has, I think that that will lead to a better outcome and a better tomorrow. Unfortunately, there has to be, some people have to lose their lives for things to actually change in life. It's always been that way in history. This is not just something from 2020. This has always been the way history has always been. Some must die for others to live. And um, I don't mean that from an insensitive point of view. I mean that from a sense of hope. Yeah. Um, because we have to look at it like that. Right now, it's very difficult to be positive and to have a hopeful outlook on what's to come. So it's very important to remind ourselves of the way history works. This is history. People, people, there's fallen soldiers in every war in order to create freedom. And this is part of that journey. And we have to just stick to the agenda and stick to what we want to see different. But one thing that I do advise for everyone out there who truly wants to see change, educate yourself. And the reason I say that is because what you're seeing is not always what's really going on. And it took for me to step back and start to look into things that I don't really look into. I started looking into a conservative point of view. I started looking into black Republicans. I started looking into left-wing people. I started looking into the libertarian point of view. I started looking into the revolts um, summit that they had with Candace, uh, I'm sorry, uh, Candace Owens and um, T.I. and uh, Mm -hmm. what's Killer Mike and a few people in the panel. And I thought that that was extremely enriching because it was so many people with different point of views kind of just discussing issues at hand. And I can admit, I normally don't listen to the conservative view. Mm -hmm. And that's just because of the conditions that I've been brought up in. Mm-hmm. But allowing myself to hear certain things, honestly speaking, guys, take the time to listen. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not trying to influence anyone, but listen, because sometimes what they're saying isn't really negative. You just have been taught that that's negative. For those who haven't looked into the history of being a Democrat, please do, because mm-hmm. Democrats are really terrible people. And I'm going to just leave it at that. The Democratic view is terrible, and I hate that Joe Biden is the candidate because I feel like he's just a part of that clique that we were trying to get rid of in the first place because they're all evil people. And the only reason they're using him, they're using him as a pawn because he's affiliated with Obama, not because he's a good candidate, not because he's the best option, but because they think that the black vote's going to go to him because they associate him with Obama. And please, people, wake up and understand that we're better than that, and we can't just be dangled carrots for us to make decisions. So... Until we start to really get involved and understand, it's always going to be this way. And the Democrats are going to keep on acting like they're on your side until after the election. And then they never do anything for you. So it's like, I I don't know. I feel like a lot of this has been influenced by the Democratic Party for the election. The fact that they even set up this heinous portrayal of showing a person being killed on TV multiple times over and over and over again that was meant to trigger emotion that wasn't meant to injustice that was meant to trigger emotion and it's like they're playing with your emotions and how can you not see that and that's where i really get frustrated because guys they're using they're using this as a way to control you and like that scares me and i don't know how people don't see that i see where you're coming that's my view no, I, I see you have definitely valid points in where several parts, which is why I shared my frustration of where like just electoral parties and by the time I got to vote, I didn't have a choice, right? I didn't have options. And then those are part of that system that's completely broken. And I do agree, that's not the candidate that I wanted to choose for. Previous candidate wasn't the candidate I wanted to go for. So there, I can just imagine the number of us who are missing out on the opportunities, but then I remembered I need to shift my stress about that and focus on the local part. I get right. all my ba- my ballots mailed into me from the city right. I am registered in the county, which is probably the worst county in the world that always flaws and always messes up. I get yeah. mine mailed in because I focus on those city areas, those small parts that's the real impact that's the real part where you can make a difference because it's where you live and where you are so i started focusing more on that since 2016 because that's what started to matter for me was the 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 county the city the neighborhood that i grew up in love and cherish 
And that was my focus from there. Um, but I do agree there's a lot of implements throughout media and throughout whatever streams you follow. You do need to, that's why un not unfollowing people is important because those are different point of views and different options. I did watch a Candace Owens video and then I was flooded with ads of her and then I got stressed because she was all over my timeline because I did right. the favor of watching because someone shared it. But right. I watched and listened, right? And said, still not for me. Moved it along. I'm not saying that I agree no, no, no. with what Candace Owens is saying. Oh, no, no, no. I'm just saying. You I, have I, to I, admit that talk. she is an educated woman that says things that make sense on a grand scheme of things. I'm not saying that I agree with her perspective on things but mm -hmm. the things that she does say I believe are true such as very very quickly I will get into it we have a minute that places like like the minority population that lives off of public assistance they're encouraged to stay in that system by not creating a solid family structure because you do not get benefits if you are married something as simple as that just demonstrates and continues to encourage a single parent home and does not give the obligation for a father to be married to the woman he had children with. Those small things that she says, I agree. I think that there is something wrong with the way that we structure things and we should reevaluate it. And I'm not saying that that now means that we all need to be wearing MAGA hats. What I'm saying is that there are points that make sense that we should pay attention to instead of just writing people off because we don't like them because they said that they like Trump. That doesn't make sense to me. No, and listening to everyone in a full context is always important when it comes to social media. When it comes, a context matters. The before, the after, with in between the sentence and the conversation that is had. And I think that's a lot where people are missing because people take clips right. and moments and not the full divulge into it in that grand scheme when it comes to the various options of listening of content or conversations that are happening in there because we take bits and pieces but then fail to say hey the 30 minutes were really good though i mean the 30 minutes are worth watching not just the seven seconds you saw on your igtv there's a right. 30 minute clip there um i think we got feelings out and i think that's the episode for you <laughs> you uh we're gonna share with us where you're putting your energy to i think we were talking about this i'm gonna go walking i go walking around trust because we could take it from there yes um and this takes us back to relieving stress with everything that's going on with a lot of emotions a lot of just energy um like i said gyms are not open for us here we're still unable to go to the gym but i've uh now that the weather has let up and it's actually cool like in the nice 70s and the sun is out i am out walking i'm walking these in this neighborhood i'm walking the circle going as far as my body will let me or my feet desire and coming back and it's a great stress reliever do i wish i had the gym open um, or any just facility to kind of go to, yes, but I've taken it upon myself to make sure staying active for my mental health um, is something that I definitely do. Because at the end of the day, between all the social media, all the posts, all the things happening, none of those things are going to be there for me if I'm not healthy. You know, they're not, they're not striving, pushing me along. Any argument I have with somebody, it's not, it's, gonna push me back and hold me back from anything and so i need to make sure for my better health is to focus on me and doing my activities whatever makes me feel better awesome. so i think everyone else uh apply that as well how do you how are you doing out there um for those of you who follow me on social media as you can tell i've been privileged enough to start going to the gym again um and i've been going pretty hard and one of the reasons is because Number one, it's really nice to have something to do outside of my house. You know, I work from home. Um, I, I hang out at home. I live at home. So it's like, it's nice to get out. You know what I'm saying? And like to do something, it kind of makes the whole day easier to cope with. It makes me a better employee. It mm -hmm. makes my attitude better when I speak to my clients because I'm now 
in a better space mentally because I've relieved some energy and some stress out of my body. So I'm so grateful that that's an option for me. And I'm really hopeful that everyone's going to have that opportunity soon. It really makes a difference. I think that aside from the pandemic concerns, I feel like it's necessary for us to have this option right now for multiple reasons, for mental health, for physical health, for all, for all of the above. Um, also, as I've been preaching for quite some time um, throughout this whole pandemic, if you're not healthy, you're not going to survive corona. So mm-hmm. if you get corona and you're not healthy, it's going to be difficult for you to get through it. The only way I'm going to survive it, if it happens to me, is that my body has to be ready for it. So I drink supplements every single day. I bring up my immune system. I work out. And that's what I do to make sure that if COVID hits me, I can survive it. Maybe I already got it. Who knows? But the point is that it hasn't been to the point that I've had to go to a hospital or I've had sick or any of those things. Mm-hmm. So I, I credit some of that to me having a strong immune health because I've made it a priority for me. Now, as far as me putting myself in a position of doing two a days, those of you who've noticed and have even said, damn, you're going twice. I'm doing two days because um, at night I want to start taking classes. And the reason I'm doing this is because I'm putting a personal challenge upon myself to actually see results and putting myself to the way I was. I, I was so proud of myself when I lost all the weight that I lost. And for me to have been locked down like this and to start seeing a lot of traits on the person that I used to be is horrifying to me. Mm-hmm. And it, it devastates me to see myself in the mirror and to see images similar to the person that I once was. And not because I don't love myself, but because I'm, I got a taste of something great. And it's like, I know what it's like to look good. Mm-hmm. I have that advantage that I actually experienced that. And like now I refuse to go back. So it's like, I've, I, I mean, granted, I had some, some hiccups because I was very ill for a long time and I wasn't allowed to work out. But now that I'm healthy and strong again and I can work out and my, and my abdomen is almost 100% back to normal, woo, woo, I can actually <laughs> sit up straight from the laying down on my back. Oh, yes. That's what I was going to say. Don't be too hard on yourself because the road to get to where you are was a long and hard and you fought hard through that. So right. now that you have the ability and access to it, don't kill yourself because you thought you because you feel like you messed up of whatever happened don't put that on yourself that was that incident you went through that roadblock and now you're here and it's just the moving on it's the it's the pushing on and the the chugging along with it right and like just to share i had a surgical i say i'm sharing this for those who think that they're not strong enough to go back to the gym because they've gone too far or they feel like they're too fat or they're too insecure I'm sharing this. I have a surgical mesh to close my abdomen because my skin did not close because I was open for too many days. So what they did is that they put like a, like a net-like substance above my uh, organs and my intestines so they won't come up my body. And um, that was holding me together until they can seal me on the outside because my skin wasn't holding together. So then finally, when I had my final surgery, when I was wearing the wound back after like, you know, the 40 days, 50 days, I was wearing the wound back after being in the hospital for 50 days. So mind you, you know, this was about a a 150 day process that I had to even heal. Mm -hmm. Um, I had to have a final closure and through that closure, I still wasn't closed on the inside. So with that being said, I felt hollow for a very long time. And I wasn't able to sit up from a laying down position. I wasn't able to pick my body up. I had to get, my boyfriend had to pick me up sometimes from a bed because I couldn't pick myself up. So what that means is that if I can go back to the gym and if I can now get to the point that I'm able to actually do crunches, and I'm, I'm not talking about sit-ups, I'm talking about I can do crunches now, anybody can go back to the gym. Like a whole ab and coming up. <laughs> You feel me? Like I can feel my abdomen again. Yeah, that's and amazing. That's, that's amazing. It's amazing. So it's like what I'm saying is don't give up, guys. Like I gained hella weight during quarantine as well. I Same was here. eating all my desires because that shit was fun when you do have nothing to do. Also, it's very so, emotional. A lot of it, and the sorry to interrupt, but a lot of it is emotional. For me, it is. Them first month, that was all emotions. 
Absolutely. And I didn't have, I didn't have fear. I wasn't in fear. I think I've always kept it. Like, I think I said, I was like, I think I'm super chill because I don't want my anxiety to hit me, but the amount, but I still had some sort of anxiety and the anxiety was subdued with the eating. Of course. And I feel like it's very common, very human to, to resort to food, to cope Mm -hmm. with things. You know, I was drinking like crazy. I was smoking like crazy. Like I was doing everything that's self-destructive that people do when they ain't got shit to do. When they got shit to do. You know what I'm saying? So all of that happened. And, you know, I'm, I'm a smoker. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, there's a lot of excuses to smoke when you're a smoker. You feel me? So it's like, I had to stop doing that. I had to stop drinking during the week. I had to stop doing all of those things because in reality, it was all just playing into the weight gain. And the weight gain was just a manifestation that I created of my unhappiness on the inside. So now I have to start working on my strength on the outside to portray the strength that I've now developed on the inside. And that's my goal. So I'm starting to take classes and I'm starting to do whatever it takes to just put myself in a position where it's a lifestyle again for me. Mm-hmm. And that's what I've been doing to cope. I'm very excited. I'm very happy that it's out there and that I can even go. And for whoever was listening and, and feels like, yo, I did so much damage during this quarantine. I don't even want to go outside. You feel me? Get over mm-hmm. that shit. Get out there. Get out get there. moving. Yeah. Do it. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah, that was that was my rant. But aside from that, guys, let's talk a little bit about something a little more light. And any recommendations on a show? I'll start. I have one show I Go can ahead. recommend. Um on Netflix. It's called White Lines. Oh. It is Wait, what kind it of is, white lines? <laughs> it's about cocaine. Yeah. Okay, okay. Cocaine. But it's so good. It's a European show. I'm a sucker for European shows. Um, and it's, it's setting, it's in Ibiza. So when you're watching it, it's going to give you all kinds of beach desire vibes because it's so pretty. And it's so good. Oh my God. And I have a total crush on a character named Boxer. He is all right. super hot, ladies. Super hot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to check that out. Cocaine, you love a good drug show, by the way. Girl, you know, you know you me. I love, love some organized crime. I'm okay. like, organized crime. <laughs> you too. You be like, yo, cocaine cowboys out here. <laughs> uh, all these drug dealers. You love what yeah. is the other one? The Spanish one? Oh, Money Heist. Yeah. Money Heist. Yeah. You love organized crime though does sound fun. I think that's the thing. Yeah. If it wasn't illegal, that would be my career path. I wasn't gonna go there. (laughs) Yes. That was my thought process. Because don't you feel like like don't you come I hate to say this, but don't you be coming across some things at work and be like, yo, I could do this, but I can't do this. No, Marley, I never think that way. All right. Anyway. Edit that out the show. Nobody was hanging with me. Security frauds and shit. Can you imagine? Scammer ass scammers. Scammer ass scammers. (laughs) But I understand why scammers do it sometimes. Moments like these, you be I understand why they do it. Yeah. Um, my recommendation, and again, I like to really put something that is make me joyful or happy and watching and so two things there is a i can't remember the name of the show but it's a show like the great american bake show but it's about plants and flowers oh okay. and it's pretty awesome that's pretty they nice build some insane stuff out of flowers and plants and greenery um vegetables it's really cool i can't remember the name of it i'm sure it's somewhere on your netflix but it is really great show. Nice. It's just and a, a lot of people are green in their home now. That's nice. Yeah, it's a lot of comp. It's just competition and being. I think because I haven't been able to be creative, I don't have my pottery classes. Like, remember, I was going to those things mm-hmm. and my painting. I don't have that. Watching someone else be creative and using their hands, um, I think that is what makes me happy, and it's pretty cool. So there's that show. And then the second show is called Dating Around on Netflix. Season two came out and that's just interesting all around and kind of discourages me from dating (laughs) because I don't want to be met with any of that foolishness, but it is a great show of conversations, um, getting to know people, awkwardness, tension. It happens. You get secondhand embarrassment, but it is a great show. Um, that I enjoyed previously, and now they have a second season. Very so th- cool. 
to brighten up your day and cheer you up and like take your mind away from it. Like every you're it's okay yeah. to take a break, guys. It is yeah. okay to remove yourself. It is called self-care when it comes to comes to everything. It is okay to have all those emotions and remove it and put it into something else and take care of yes. yourself. The world will always be here. It's always in here. And we can't tackle everything in a day. It doesn't happen in a day. It takes time. And we will get through it. And we'll get things accomplished. And we'll fight together. And we'll be there for each other. And we'll see something at the end of the tunnel. We'll have positivity. But make sure to take care of yourself and all of us. Absolutely. Absolutely, ladies and gentlemen. Please wear your mask so they won't shut shit down again. Please, please. I just don't want to get locked up again. Please, just oh, I don't know about y'all over there, boy. The numbers are just rising because niggas don't give a fuck out here. But I'm just saying, like, it's just like, please, (laughs) in public, wear your mask so that they can be like, all right, at least they trying. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Put it here, down at the bottom, if you don't really want it. Yeah. I mean, I do. I'll admit, I cheat a little bit, and I shouldn't. When I start to feel like, first of all, when I say I can't breathe under that mask, I'd be like, you have to work out. Like, you have to start work. Like, I'd be feeling, like, dumb. But then I realized even skinny people can't breathe under there, so I feel better about myself. It's but the most uncomfortable thing to wear. It's just uncomfortable. Day. But I do bring it down a bit when no one's around me in the aisle. And breathe out your nose. But cover it when people, like, respectfully, I'd be like, all right, yeah, but Karen, guess what? We're wasting no money on makeup lately, so. Not. Nothing not a dollar okay <laughs> <laughs> yes the natural shine is happening out here all right yeah. mm-hmm. i'm all <laughs> even my complexion is all one i'm like look at me matching <laughs> yeah on that note guys don't forget to follow us on instagram at fresh mondays podcast forget to email us you can email us at any time at freshmondayspodcast at gmail.com follow us on facebook we have a following there as well at fresh mondays podcast um you can find me at love marley underscore i believe diana is private no but you can go ahead and send me a request (laughs) i am diana c underscore i am d-i-a-n-a C underscore and of course always you guys are always welcome to hit us up through our DMs on the Fresh Mondays podcast. You can email us but it's very effective if you guys DM us because we do try to get back to you as soon as possible. Thank you for everyone who has hit us up and said that you guys want to work with us. Um, we appreciate that and we appreciate uh, even the people who want to start managing our podcast. We appreciate that growth um, and yes. that that desire to see us get to another level. Even though we may not always come up with a resolution as of yet, it does demonstrate that people see the potential in us. So we appreciate that very much. And thanks for being patient because all of this really shuts everyone down and shuts us down emotionally and ability to. So thank you for being patient with us and waiting um, for episodes and waiting for responses. You know, everyone deserves their time. And everyone deserves their their, uh, self-care. Thank you for listening and have a great rest of your week. (laughs) Bye, guys.